All right, everybody, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. Let's give it up for Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for all that you're doing in the lives of our uh, uh, of your church, Father God, all of the people, Lord God, how you're pouring out such a blessing that it overflows in every area of our lives, Lord God. We may not see it, but praise the Lord by faith. We receive it by that faith, and we we walk in the, the excellent nature in which you've created us to receive all the promises of God, which are yes and amen to those who believe and called according to his heavenly purpose. We give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, this is part four of uh, Faith to Overcome Insurmountable Odds insurmountable odds that we all face that we all bump into and we all get you know have this tendency to get frustrated or maybe we get impatient or maybe we we just want to rush into things or maybe we want to quit and you know give up and throw in the towel but praise the lord hallelujah you possess everything that pertains to this life and to godliness through the finished work of jesus christ in your life there's nothing truly missing or broken in your life in Christ, you're a brand new creation in Him. Behold, everything is new. Behold, today is your day of salvation. No matter where you are, no matter what you're facing, Praise the Lord. You have a God who cares for you. You have a God who hears your prayers. You have a God that has promised you a life of abundance, a life of favor, a life of increase and abundance. Praise the Lord. All you got to do is choose the right things to do. Live that good moral life as unto the Lord and he will institute all of his favor, all of the supernatural that exists and begin to flood your world and all of a sudden what seemed to be impossible praise the Lord hallelujah has now become a brand new creation in your life and the more you can employ that the more you can have of the things God has in store for you it's not all just for you it's about building a kingdom Praise the Lord if, you're, if your hands are blessed, if your feet are blessed, if your mind is blessed, if your heart and your belief are blessed, praise the Lord, then everything you do is blessed. Everything you do, you do is unto the Lord. And the more you do for Him, the more He rewards you for diligently seeking Him. I love God because God first loved me. He gave His only begotten Son. And I chose to believe that. And I continue to choose to believe that decades later. In fact, what I know now is much more uh, uh, powerful because I have been willing to fight the good fight of faith. And I have overcome many obstacles and giants, not only for my own life, but for the kingdom of God. I fight the good fight of faith for the kingdom of God, for your life. I pray, I'm telling you, every day, every day, I pray for all of you. Every day, Pastor Barb's praying for you. Every day, the pastors and elders are praying for you. 
I'm not just here for myself. I'm here for you. I want to see the best that God has for you in place in your life. But one thing I've learned is I can't do it for you. In fact, I made a rule in my life many, many years ago to never do anything for anybody that they can do for themselves. I'd rather empower you with the Word so that you know exactly how it works and you can prove it for yourself than to go out and do it for you and stifle your growth and stifle your development and and, and not give you the tools to overcome in every area of your life for yourself. Sometimes we got to give you the word that you don't want to hear. Sometimes we, we've got to tell you the things that you wish you didn't have to fulfill. But I'm here to tell you, if you'll just do whatever you do is under the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. He knows everything. He knows your heart. He doesn't look at your circumstances. He looks at your heart. And he can see what your heart is. And it's important that we take the time when we're, when we're really facing obstacles, that we look into our own hearts and we define, what do I really believe? Do I really believe that I can ask anything in Christ's name and he will do it? And if I don't, what do I need to do? Well, I need to renew my mind to that over and over again. I need to meditate on that and allow that word to transform me from the inside. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Bible also says that you can possess the mind, not like Christ, but the mind of Christ. Let's read here in Jeremiah about a situation that is absolutely impossible, but that God turns around. Jeremiah 32, 26 through 42. Then this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. I am the Lord, the God of all the people of the world. Hallelujah. Is anything too hard or too difficult for me is anything he's saying insurmountable for me therefore this is what the lord says i will hand this city over to the babylonians and to nebuchadnezzar king of babylon and he will capture it the babylonians outside the walls will come in and set fire to the city they'll burn down all the houses where the people were provoked who provoked my anger by burning incense to Baal and rooftops by pouring out liquid offerings to gods. Israel and Judah have done nothing but wrong since their earliest days. They have infuriated me with all their evil deeds, says the Lord. From the time the city was built until now, it has done nothing but anger me. So I am determined to get rid of it. The sins of Israel and Judah, the sins of the people of Jerusalem, the kings, the officials, the priests, the prophets have stirred up my anger. My people have turned their backs on me and have refused to return. Even though I diligently taught them, they would not receive instruction or obey. They have set up their 
abominable idols right in my own temple, defiling it. They have built pagan shrines to Baal in the valley of Ben-Hinnom. And there they sacrificed their sons and daughters to Molech. I have never commanded such a horrible deed. It never even crossed my mind to command such a thing. But an incredible evil or an insurmountable odd causing Judah to sin so greatly. So here you have God. He loves his people. And he has given them everything. I mean everything. And what do they choose to do? They choose to put false gods and make sacrifices to false gods in the temple. Well, listen, I want to back up here a little bit, or actually fast forward, I should say, that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And I'm telling you, there's stuff inside of us that I'm telling you is not of God. And it's not just the the stuff that, well, you know, I want to go out and smoke a pack of cigarettes. Oh, I want to go out and carouse with my buddies. Oh, I want to go out and fornicate with some man or woman. That stuff you got to deal with. But there's also stuff on the inside of you that you may be sacrificing unto something that's gotten in your heart that becomes more important than God himself. Could be money. Could be a relationship. It could be a business. It could be your ministry. Your ministry becomes more important, hallelujah, than your relationship with God. And so as much as we could look at this insurmountable odd and how God just wants to destroy it and get rid of it, and that he couldn't even imagine such a thing of wanting to do that because he, he felt that, hey, I'm, I'm going to tip the scales in their favor if they just, you know, honor me and they just worship me and they just, you know, make me their God. I'll give them everything they ever wanted. But instead they go clear the other direction and actually do things that are offensive to me, God. And, and listen, I, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I don't want to have to go through this again. But God is a God of restoration. And as much as God would have wanted to throw in the towel, which is what he said, he knew that he was tied eternally to his word. And so in verse 36, it says, Now I want to say something more about this city. You have been saying it will fall to the king of Babylon through war, famine, and disease. But this is what the Lord God of Israel says. I will certainly bring my people back again from all the countries where I will scatter them in my fury. I will bring them back to this very city and let them live in peace and safety. They will be my people and I will be their God. And I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever for their own good. Their own good. And for the good of all their descendants. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me, and they will never leave me. I will find joy doing good for them, and they will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. This is what the Lord says. 
just as I've brought all these calamities on them, so will I do the good I have promised them. Listen, you may be in a bad situation. You may have done the wrong things. You may have thrown, you know, pastors and Christians under the bus for, you know, some, some personal gain or whatever it was. But I'm here to tell you that God wants to bring you back. God wants to reinstate you back into the kingdom. He's not given up on you. He still has a lot of good for you. He wants you to ha- have the good. He wants you to be put in a position that he wants you to be in. It's time to come, repent to God, ask God to forgive you of all your sins and begin to walk in the favor and the blessing and the increase of God that is available to you if you'll just humble yourself and turn your heart back to God. Seek Him and you will find Him again. I don't know who you are, but I know by the Spirit of the Lord I'm speaking directly to somebody who feels like I can't come back. I've gone too far. I've done done too much. Praise the Lord. No, just get right back into his will you can't go so far that he can't reach you can't draw you back where he wants you to be nothing more important than to do everything you can do to put yourself in a position for God to bless you and all he's looking for is a willing vessel who wants to provide their loyalty to him and trust him more than the 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 evil desires, let's call it, those, those self-centered, uh, egotistical things that we all fight against, we can't let that thing win. Because the moment that thing wins, you're going to always be desiring the thing that you can't have. And that's not going to lead you to a place that God wants you to. And out of that, you'll develop frustration. You'll develop, you know, anger towards God, possibly. And, you know, you'll start to develop new things in your life that God doesn't have anything to do with. But praise the Lord, God is calling you back. He's calling you back. He loves you with an everlasting love. There's nothing that you could have done that would have been so wrong that you can't get it under the blood of Jesus and get right back on track with God's plan for your life. Next scripture I want to read for you, it's, it's, it's a two-part uh, that I want to read. But it's found in Zechariah chapter 1, and I want to start with verses 1 through 6. And again, these are insurmountable obstacles, and, and yet God finds a way to, to, to influence the situation for the benefit of the people. It says, In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, the son of Bariach, son of Iddo, saying, The Lord was very angry with your fathers. Therefore say to them, Thus declares the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like them. To whom the former prophets cried out, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they did not hear or pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? The prophets, do they live forever? But my words and statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, did not overtake your fathers? 
So they repented and said, As the Lord of hosts purposed to deal with us for our ways and deeds, so has he dealt with us. You see, you got to understand that God is tied to his word. So he gives us the opportunity to follow his word, right? To make right choices to the best of our ability. Know that we're doing our best, do it as all is unto the Lord, knowing that we're still falling short of the glory of God, but then the grace of God kicks in and takes care of the rest. But what I want to talk to you about is the fact that God's not done with you. He wants to empower you. He wants you to overcome your insurmountable odds. He wants to give you a way of escape, but He's bound to the Word that makes that possible. He can't do it just because you want him to. He can't do it just because you ask him to. No, you've got to do your part. And your part is insignificant as it relates to his part and what he's going to provide to you if you just do it. Do it with all your heart. Don't lean to your understanding any, anymore. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. He wants to direct every part of your path, every place that you're going to go, and everything that you're going to do. But if you don't take the time to turn your heart back to God, I mean authentically, like you know you've done it this time. No more playing games. No more doing it to, well, just so things can get a little bit better. And then, you know, once they get better, God, I promise I won't do it that way anymore. And then you go back and you do it the old way again. Then you lose it all again. And then you're back and forth. And, you know, God is just up there going, you know what? I can't change the way I've set this thing up for you. You do your small part, and I will do the great big part. I will make sure that my vision for your life comes with the heavenly provision. I know it's difficult on your mind. I know it's difficult on your will. I know it's difficult on your emotions. But at the end of the day, I need you to do it this way so that you can receive all that I have. So that your insurmountable odds can be overpowered by the presence of the supernatural power of God that comes because you are a child of God and you have been disciplined by God to put you on track for success in every area of your life. I want to go on here and read some more in Zechariah and I'm going to skip over to chapter... Um, Four. And I want to read verse 1 through 10. It says, And the angel who talked with me came again and woke me, like a man who was awakened out of his sleep. And it's time for us all to be awoken. Praise the Lord. And he said to me, What do you see? I said, I see, and behold, a lampstand, all of gold, with a bowl on top of it, and seven lamps on top of it, with seven lips of each of the lamps that are on top of it. And there are two olive trees by it, one by the right of the bowl, and the other is of the left. And I said to the angel who talked with me, What are these my Lord? And the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, Do you know, do you not know what these are? I said, No, my Lord. And he said to me, This is the word of the Lord of Zerubbabel. It's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. You are who are you, O great mountain, O great insurmountable odd? Who are you? 
before Zerubbabel, you shall come to a plain, and he shall bring forward the top stone amid shouts of grace, grace to it. The word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For whoever has deposited the day of small things shall rejoice and shall see the plumb line of the hand of Zerubbabel. Listen to me by the Spirit of God. You need to know that God is for you and that it's not by your might or power lest anybody could boast but to say, look at me, look what I've accomplished. I've accomplished nothing other than to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, as to walk with Him all the days of my life, as to put trust and faith and hope in His Word. And the more I do that, the more I lift Him up, the more He does for me, the more His promises are are yes and amen to me because I believe them and I know them to be true. I want to close with this scripture. John 20, 25. One of the twelve disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, we have seen the Lord. They told Thomas this, the other disciples. But he replied, I won't believe unless I see the nail wounds in his hands put my fingers into them, and place my hand into the wound on his side. Some of you out there may be saying the same thing as it relates to your insurmountable odd. But I'm here to tell you that God would prefer you to be in faith and to know that he is who he says that he is and that he will do what he says he will do. And that it is truly him and his influence that's going to make all the difference in your life. You know, Jesus came back. He let, he let Thomas put his fingers in his side. He showed him who he was and, and he revealed that to him. And I believe that God will do the same for you. He may not appear to you and, and go through that whole uh, exact scenario. But he will reveal himself to you through your faith in overcoming your insurmountable odd. I want to make sure everybody who is listening to this message has the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I want them to not only uh, confess over their lives that He is Lord, but I want them to have an encounter. I want you to have not an encounter, but the encounter with Christ, just as Thomas did, so that God can show you that He's real. I want you to say this prayer together with me. I want you to mean it with all your heart. Say, dear Jesus, I come to you and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. Show yourself to me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. If you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please let us know. You can put a comment down in the feed below. You could send us a message, however you'd like to do it. I also want to make sure that you're, you know you're invited to Faith Builders Church. Uh, pastor Barb will have a message just for you. She's our senior pastor here at Faith Builders Church. We have services both at 9 and 1030 on Sundays. 
uh, right here in the sanctuary and then also out in the courtyard for your safety. Until next time, God bless you all and continue to develop your faith to overcome insurmountable odds.